and we are live with myself, Caitlin, joined as always by Gabe. Lead off talk. Breaking news. I, I like really honestly, I still can't believe it. No. The Cleveland Guardians and star third baseman Jose Ramirez agreed to a contract extension, five years, hundred and twenty-four million. Um, insane, insane. Yeah, yeah. It's. A, I've never been more happy in my life, Caitlin. I was at work today when you texted me the news, <laughs> and I jumped up for joy. Like honestly, this is a great. I, I don't have words. I'm not used to this. I'm not used to signing a star to an extension. And we also underpaid him still, and he signed. And I, I oh, I'm so excited, Caitlin. There's just so many factors to this, right? There's the, yeah. there's the factors of just this last episode that we had where, you know, we were saying, okay, you have 24 hours until the first game on Thursday or 36 hours until the first game. What are you going to do? And then we end the episode with, you know, you breaking the news that um, the Padres were in the mix, which kind of, I think, really, really scared, um, you know, fans and stuff like that. And then today, I mean, it was the day. And at 930, Jeff Passan. My boy, Jeff. Yeah, I just can't. (laughs) It's still surreal to me, man. It is still surreal to me. I I mean, yeah, he's here for another. I mean, including that five years, we still got the two years of options that are. So it's a seven year, seven more years. It's a seven year, one hundred and fifty. Yeah, one hundred and fifty million dollars, seven years. Yeah. First off, two things. The first thing I had one. Jose wanted to be a guardian for life mm-hmm. because he is extremely underpaid. I know we're like $150 million, but I mean, let's be honest. If he, that's what he did. He hit the market in two years. Somebody's giving him a three-year deal worth a hundred million, at least maybe 90. You know what I mean? Somebody at least, but, oh, Caitlin, the fact that he's here, he's happy to be here. We did it. We found a way to get the deal done. We gave him a full no trade clause, which is also amazing for us, for him, to be honest. Um, I, I'm it's, I'm just so happy. I don't the words I don't know how to put them together. <laughs> I, I'm most happy that I can start my franchise mode in the show finally because now I know I have him. <laughs> yeah, I mean it, it's just um, it's surreal, honestly. You know, growing up a, a Cleveland baseball fan has been tough when it comes to like having favorite players yes whether it's Manny Ramirez whether it's Jim Tomey and I I mean my first thought was when I saw that like the emotions of just me thinking of six seven year six or seven year old me just crying when Jim Tomey left Uh, oh Yeah, I cried like a baby when Jim Tomey got left. So we got something else in common. I mean, I also cried when they traded Jody Garrett for Jason DeBoys. But But it's something to hit. Like, your favorite player is 
going to be with your favorite team for the majority of their career, I think is something that it it's something that we haven't had as Cleveland fans. Maybe I, I mean, I'm trying to think the last guy, maybe Travis Hafner was like the last guy. And by year three of that contract, like it was, it was not a great contract. He was hurt all the time, but you know, you still rooted for him. You, you wanted him to get healthy when he was in the lineup. Like he was still pretty good, but yeah. I, I just, I still don't know what to I'm say. I'm so happy. Me too. Me too. I'm just so happy. And like, I know people are going to listen to like, wow, they don't want to talk about much. There's not much to talk about except we're happy. We kept our guy. Jose is, is in Cleveland for seven years. He's going to be 36 when the deal is done now, 37. Maybe mm-hmm, 36. Like, 36. Like, that's how many times can we say that? And I don't want to get like too uh, into other news, but now it's being reported that we're talking to other people on the team. Uh, like, if this continues the trend, like, like we've talked about before, okay, what's the biggest thing with us that we always say? It's not bringing people in, it's signing our own guys. Mm-hmm. That would make us happiest. And like, if they, if this starts a trend where they start to do that, like, that's all I need to be invested in this team. I'm going to be invested either way. But if you trade Jose, it was going to be really hard for me to watch games this year. To be excited, to but the fact, oh, I'm oh, okay. I'm so happy. And now you could be excited for this year and for years going forward when you see guys like Gabriel Arias and George Valera and Tyler Friedman get their opportunities, because if you know they get brought up, we trade Jose. It doesn't really matter like who we who we got bet, but like let's just say Jose gets traded and. You know, we bring up those guys and maybe, maybe they're struggling. And then you wonder, hmm, imagine if Jose Ramirez was in that lineup. Imagine if Jose Ramirez was in that locker room. Just helping yeah. those guys. Like exactly. on and off the field. And now, now we don't have to like imagine it. Now we're going to actually see it. In reality, like there's this weight, you know, there's this weight kind of lifted off of, I think, a lot of fans' shoulders. Now, this doesn't, like, absolve everything the Dolans have done. No. Or, not, like, not them being, you know, still, you know, extremely stingy when it comes to money. But, like we said, if you could sign Shane Bieber, if you could maybe sign uh, Framil Reyes or Aaron Savali or any one of these guys to long-term deals, well, now you're cooking – because then when you have these guys, you know, that are, you know, coming up, you know, you have a, a very solid foundation around them full of guys who, you know, are really good players, know how to play the game the right way. And, you know, the sky's the limit. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 I I, I don't know. I can't put words together right now. Okay. I'm like, I, so just. I really can't about either. Everything. I really can't either. Like, like. I, I don't want to get into I got this is about Jose, but this comes out, then it comes out that Steven Kwan made the opening day lineup. Amid Ahmad's in left, Kwan's in right. Like everything's just working out like me and you talked about. Mm-hmm. Everything's going the way we thought. And like I don't want to be that guy. 
because it's all about because our, our front office still needs to make way more moves to make me know that like not front office sorry ownership front office is great ownership but like like the coaching right now even like it's looking like we're going to try to win like we're trying to win i know we're always trying to win but it looks like we're actually trying to put the best lab out day one which is a nice thing to see we don't you don't have uh Steinmetz and Max Moroff at short and second. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you actually have major league players, and you have a guy who's proven that he should be in the lab in right field. You have your all-star third baseman for seven more years at third base. And yeah, he's and, be there for seven years. <laughs> and uh, Jose Ramirez is really fucking good. He is. The best. Or, I mean, he's a top 10 player. I mean, the, the yeah. analytics say he's like a top five player behind guys like Trout, Juan Soto, Shohei Otani, Jacob deGrom. Like, like he's in that conversation. Yeah. Offensively, amazing. Defensively, he's like really, the third, really fucking good. He's like the third best defender behind yeah. Matt and, Chapman and Nolan Arenado. And I don't think people realize that, how good of a defender he is. The base running. Watch game. He, yeah. He's the best. He's the best base runner. The analytics say he's the best base runner in in the game. Yep. He just does everything for your team, and now again, you don't have to. You don't. There isn't this cloud, like I said. Like there isn't this cloud over this franchise. You know. These exactly. These young players who get brought up, who do everything right can at least maybe see Jose Ramirez and say, if I do everything right, I can get rewarded here in Cleveland. And a lot of these players, like, they've been part of this organization for a long time, whether it's draft picks, whether you just, you know, get traded a couple years ago, uh, you know, like Arias. Um, like, words can't explain, honestly. Yeah, it's, it's just it's, it's an exciting time for Cleveland Guardians sports fans. And, and you said this a lot, and I'm going to shout you out too, because you talked about the fact that we rebranded this team. And then you do this. It shows that everybody, like, I, I, I don't know how you put it. You might want to jump in here. But, like, I, you said something about how they rebranded the team, and now you re-sign him. It's kind of like shaping out to, like, a new team, kind of. Like, it looks like they're not falling in the old ways again. Well, I was I hoping. a huge thing. Yeah, I was hoping brand-new Everything. Number one, you're you're alienating a lot of fans by just changing the name. A cha- a right. name that's been the Cleveland Indians for a hundred years. And then yeah, but but there was always this 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 mantra for the Cleveland Indians being the minor league team for all the big name teams. You know, Manny Ramirez going to Boston, Jim Tomey going to Philly. Uh, CC Sabathia going basically. I mean, I know he wasn't traded to New York, but you know, Cleveland developed him. He goes to New York and wins a World Series. Cliff Lee goes to the World Series with the Phillies. There's all these little things, and and now you know, Frankie Lindor going to the Mets. And Jose was the final straw for me, at least as a fan, to say they you can't keep doing this, especially for a guy who wanted to be here. Especially when you're, like I said, you're alienating a lot of fans who grew up 
diehard Indians fans. And now you're, you're changing, drastically changing the name of a team that's been, you know, rooted in, in this city and a lot of people's families. And, and I know that sounds a little dramatic, but I mean, that's real, you know, that is right. real. And it's not like people don't already hate the Dolans anyway. So this would just give them an actual opportunity to jump ship if they were going to. And um, yeah, you, you put it to where the Cleveland Guardians are maybe not the minor league of every team. You know what I mean? Like right. no, you're gonna I, you're gonna I, keep I you're gonna keep these players and and build around them. And when they get really good, you're gonna keep them because that's the best thing for your fans. That's the best thing for your team. I just I, like I keep saying, like words words can't really ex- explain how I feel right now. Even almost twelve hours later, like I still am speechless, like thinking about it because it's just such right, a relief, yeah. man. Yeah, like the anxiety yeah, I, I, of going to sleep last night, just <laughs> knowing like, so all right, we got one more day, like one more day, maybe they could do it. And, you know, the second tweet in that uh, Jeff Paston thread was they were going to trade Jose Ramirez if they couldn't get a deal done, which is yeah. just scary to think it was, they were simultaneously feeling offers for him, but also trying to work out an actual deal to keep him. Yes. And I was just listening to um, a podcast with Chris Rose, who's part of like the Jimbo or right. The Jimbo uh, or was it talking baseball podcast network with Jimbo and all those guys. Okay. And he had, he talked to someone who was in the know with the Padres organization and he said that both C.J. Abrams and Mackenzie Gore were not in that trade. Oh, then fuck no. Yeah. Which is just insane to me that two of, two of the top 20 prospects in baseball aren't in a trade for a perennial MVP third baseman switch hitter who's on the most team-friendly contract and probably still is on the most team-friendly contract of any superstar in Major League Baseball that's that signed like long-term throughout his arbitration. Um, okay, maybe, maybe I'm not, maybe I'm not right about that. I think uh, Ozzy Albies and Ronald Acuna are probably on that list because they they signed ten-year yeah. deals worth a combined 135 million dollars or something. Insane, like right, this. but at the same time, I mean, this is his second contract, though. Yeah, I yep. mean, think this about is that. Like, this this yep. is two straight friend, team friendly deals. I mean, you don't see you see one friendly deal, and then you see the guy get paid a second. Now, trust me, I'm not one of those people. Like, I know somebody's like, Well, let I me mean, look at the money, and like, yeah, trust me, he got paid. But I mean, when you're the top, you're when you're top, I don't know, five in your position, when you hit free agency, you're supposed to reset the market. Mm-hmm. Um. And the fact that he is so below the market price is amazing to me. That that just shows how much he wanted to be in Cleveland. And I, I, I appreciate that. And I'm so happy that he's here. Like, and 
he's calling this place home for the next seven years. And he even took uh, less less money than a, a comparable deal like Jose Altuve when he signed his like eight year extension. I think it was like around a hundred and I can't remember what it was, 170-ish million dollars. But at the same time, I believe Altuve's contract started when he was like 29. Jose's doesn't start until the 2024 season when he's already 31. And that's the other thing too. It's a seven-year deal with a no, a full no-trade clause. So he has, even if the Guardians, God forbid, wanted to get cheap and wanted to trade him, like he would have to say, he would have to okay that trade. So if he loves Cleveland as much as he does, I don't see him requesting a trade or even allowing a trade to happen, which is just insane. Like, it's just crazy, man. It's crazy that we're actually sitting here. And um, and I know, like, I'm speechless. I know that you're speechless. And I know yeah, that it seems like we're amazing. rambling because we kind of are. Because we're still trying to comprehend, like, all these, all of this stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because we're yeah, just so happy. Finally, we have good news. You can go out and get your Jose Ramirez jersey. You can go get your kid a Jose Ramirez jersey. That's that's so. I don't know what's the word. Um, I'm trying to think of like a good word to describe that. It's so undervalued, like as a fan. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And now again, we don't have to worry about it. And I'm just I'm just ecstatic. Opening day can't come soon enough. I, I can't wait until tomorrow when I could actually sit here and, and watch baseball games. And just know that Jose Ramirez, like, whatever happens, he's there. Yeah. At the end of the day. You could put him in Sharpie at third base, hitting. Yeah. He could. Yeah. Whatever happens, happens. But what you do know is that you could take a Sharpie, put Jose Ramirez in your lineup 150 plus times a year for the next seven years and have him hit third and just know that, like, you're set yeah. at third base. You're set. You're, you're set. set. You're set in that lineup. You're set at third base. You're set at third in the lineup. Like you're set there. So you don't have to fucking worry about it at all. God, it's it's and a now relief. It, and now it gives opportunities to everybody else too. Yep. Like Nolan Jones can now maybe transition to first in outfield. Mm-hmm. Now we don't have to fucking think of that he might be the third base in the future. I like Nolan Jones, but it's it's tough knowing like trying to like Nolan Jones and also knowing that like, if he comes up and plays third, it's because Jose's not here. So like now it helps us it, it it stabilizes the spot in the lineup, in the order, in in the team that you know is there that you don't have to worry about when you go do other things. It's just uh, I don't even know how to say. I know we're saying the same thing over again, but we're just fucking excited. And and to your point, because you have third base locked up for the foreseeable future, you only have a few more open spots. So whether it's Arias or Tyler Freeman playing second, you still have you know Rokio and and Palacio or 
you know, you have these type those those types of guys, uh, Nolan Jones, for example. Well, there's only two spots or three spots in your lineup that you may have an opportunity for those guys to play. Well, now you have a surplus at a very important position, you know, for your middle infield, for other teams to go, all right, if you want to go out and make a crazy move like we did to get an Andrew Miller type player, I'm just saying like a significant player like that. Right, right. You know, go ahead. Like, yeah, now you can deal one of those guys. So yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's a it's a, a great feeling. It it really is a great feeling, man. Um, April sixth, twenty twenty two. What a great day! Just what a great day. <laughs> so, do you have anything else to add? No, no. I I just I'm thankful for today. I'm thankful for the Guardians. I, I just doesn't excuse everything they've done, but. Today, they made me really happy. And Jose, I'm just so happy you're here. Yeah, me too, man. Me too. <laughs> you want to shout out the Twitters and whatnot? Yep. Um, you can follow me at YanezGabe13, Y-A-N-E-Z-G-A-B-E-1-3. And you can follow the, the podcast at Leadoff Talk at L-E-A-D-O-F-F-T. T-A-L-K. I've messed up. I knew it was going to happen. I was going on. Of was all the episodes. Of all the I know, episodes. I'm so fu- excited. I'm just so excited. It's the, the, the most exciting episode we've ever had. Honestly. I know. <laughs> I, mean, we, I mean, we've recorded during a no-hitter. Yeah. <laughs> the Indians getting no-hit by Wade Miley. We were recording while true. it happened. And, and now, of course, Gabe fucks it up. You're when, welcome. Oh, here's some breaking news. Just uh, Chris Paddock. Uh, twins working on to acquire Chris Paddock from the Padres. Okay. That makes sense because, I mean, that Twins are just getting more pitching, but the Padres had so much pitching, so that makes sense. I wonder when they get back, though. Yeah, I wonder, too. Well, I'm sure, you know. Any... Baquin. What? Baquin. They get Baquin back. I'm just guessing. What are you talking about? I said the Twins. The Oh, twins. Oh, my God. Go ahead. Continue. I'm, I'm dumb. Go ahead. Sorry. Well, my name is Gabe. Yeah. I'm and Gabe. you can follow me on Twitter at Kaylin Seeley. That's Kaylin K-A-T-L-A-N knows K-N-O-W-S-C-L-E. And as always, friends, take it easy. Enjoy opening day. And we will see you in the next episode.